Welcome in. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining me. I often say on this channel, nothing that involves Notre Dame could ever just be normal or black and white or very straightforward. I say all the time here to you that there's always something. It's never just crystal clear what's in front of us. There's always a story. There's always more to it. There's always drama. There's just always something when Notre Dame's involved. Sure enough, our biggest matchup of the year, the game we've had circled for years against Clemson, it was already going to be weird because no fans are involved and that muted some of the hype. Things just got a whole hell of a lot weirder with the news that Trevor Lawrence has tested positive for COVID-19, okay? So that's what we're going to talk about briefly. This isn't going to be long, um, but I want to get out some of my initial thoughts on it. And then as we get past the Georgia Tech game this week, uh, that's the other thing, by the way. I don't want to start focusing only on Clemson when we have another game in front of us tomorrow. That's dangerous, okay? I'm not a player. I'm not a coach. I can look ahead a little bit, but I just want to throw that out there. I'm not just counting that in the W column right away. Uh, I mean, I kind of am. It should be. But just keep that in mind, okay? So before we do that, two things before we get into this. One is the sales link is active. Uh, It's going to be linked in the description of this. I know many of you have purchased already. I know there was a little snag. If you're ordering from Canada, the shipping wasn't set up for that. Sorry, Kevin. Go figure. One of my longest guys, one of the best friends I have now, followed me since day one before this was even a thing. And he wants to go by and they reject him because he's in Canada. So sorry, Kevin, uh, but they're going to update it so you could ship to Canada with no issues. But if you have any issues with the sales link at all, contact me directly. I'll go to my rep. We'll get it figured out. Okay. Number two, those of you that enjoyed the, the little rap video, Leprechaun Living for a Halloween, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Listen, wasn't my idea. Lenny came to me with the idea and said, do you want to help me with this? And I helped him out. So it wasn't my idea. Lenny came up with it himself and he wanted to run with it. And I, I, I agreed and I helped. So you really got to thank Lenny. I'll pass that along. Let him know you guys liked it. So let's get into this. Okay. So it comes out last night. Lawrence test positive for COVID. He's out for BC. Okay. First things first, wish the kid nothing but health. Uh, he's, one of, if not the best player in college football, bright future out of him, good kid. That's first and foremost. I, I saw that he has, of course, I dropped the pen. I saw that he has mild symptoms. Hopefully, he's going to feel okay quick. So that's number one, okay? So he's out for BC, but what does this mean for the Notre Dame game? Well, that's the big question with all these protocols, with Different conferences have different rules. Time you got to be out, 21 days, 10 days. Is it from the positive test or is it from when you have symptoms? Everybody should have figured this was coming, that everything was going to get confusing and not be very straightforward and a little bit cloudy. And I think that's right where we are right now. Okay. So here's what I don't get. If it's 10 days isolation from the date you receive a positive test, that's one thing. If the rule here is going to be 10 days from your first symptoms and you know you got Notre Dame coming up, I'm just saying, couldn't you like do the math and then 
make it so the 10 days is backdated that if he feels better and is medically cleared, he can play. It seems to me all, all you would have to do is he does the math and then says the day the symptoms started to where the 10 days he's done a couple days before Notre Dame. And yeah, you wouldn't have a full week's practice, but he could go play. He's still got to pass some other protocols. A heart test is one of the things he's going to have to do. But couldn't you just backdate that, figured he's healthy, he's going to feel better in a week, and then he's clear to play Notre Dame? So that's something, a big gray area I have here. And I'm not saying it's anything around the rules or anything like that, but it doesn't take a genius to do the math and, and backdate it far enough to where the 10-day window allows him to play against Notre Dame if that loophole's allowed. Again, I don't know. I'm not claiming anybody's doing anything untoward. I just don't know these regulations and how you can navigate them in your favor if you're in the situation Clemson and Lawrence is in. So that's number one. Saban was supposed to be out, and within the same week he was on the sideline because he had the three negative tests or whatever. All that happened in the span of less than a week. He was out there coaching. So... I'm unclear on the exact rules. Each conference is doing it differently. I, I, I just don't know how that's handled, okay? I, I honestly don't know. So he's out for BC, and they should be able to beat BC anyways without him. Obviously, then you have the big Notre Dame matchup November 7th. So what happens? I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to see how this feels, see how this goes or see how he feels and see how it goes. That's the one thing. He's not one of these cases where he's totally asymptomatic. They said he has mild symptoms, okay? So he is showing some of that. I don't know how many days it takes for that to go away, him to feel stronger. He should be in tip-top shape. He's a great D1 college athlete, could be the number one pick in the NFL draft. I'm assuming he's otherwise healthy and should bounce back pretty quickly. But again, I'm no doctor. Look at me and listen to me. You kidding me? It's obvious I'm no doctor, so so I don't I don't know. Um, but what I do know is this is hugely disappointing. I, you want to play Clemson with all their guys at full speed to get a good gauge of where Notre Dame's at. Okay, so this is very disappointing for everybody who loves college football and had this game circled as the biggest game of the year between two top five teams. So that just the prospect he might miss it is incredibly frustrating and disappointing for everybody involved, including myself, and should be for all Notre Dame fans too. So when we get into what does this mean now, it depends on what way you're looking at it. Here's my feelings. Perceptually, to the average fan base, not of Notre Dame, not of Clemson, but Joe Blow, college football fan, most of the anti-media that's out there, which is almost all of them because we don't usually suck up to a conference. That's where their money is. Um, this is a lose-lose if he can't play. If he cannot play against Notre Dame, 100% in the perception of the media and all these other fans, this is a 100% lose-lose situation for Notre Dame. Perceptually, what do I mean by that? If he doesn't play and we win, everybody's going to say it's invalid because he didn't play, okay? And if we he doesn't play and we lose, you get ridiculed and mocked forever and you never recover. 
So that's what I mean when it's a lose-lose. Now, I've had people say to me, Lawrence's backup's a five-star guy, supposed to be fantastic. That's not a lose-lose. You know, if, if you lost to him or beat him, it'd still be a big deal. Those are people thinking clearly. I'm talking about Joe Blow, idiot, fan of any of these other teams and the media that has it in for Notre Dame from the start, okay? You're not going to convince those people. I don't care how talented the backup is. It's not Lawrence, and it's not all his accomplishments and all that. Forget that their team's loaded with talent, and it's hard to beat them no matter who's at quarterback. In the eyes of these people that already hate Notre Dame, go back to the video I did a couple days ago. In the eyes of these people that already hate Notre Dame, you can't lose to their backup no matter what. And even if you win, it's going to be deemed invalid because they didn't have their best player. So perceptually, lose, lose for Notre Dame. Nobody's going to tell me otherwise. This is a major pressure flip if he can't play. Before, with Lawrence in the lineup, nobody was giving Notre Dame a shot. The pressure was on Clemson to hold serve. Nobody was picking Notre Dame to do anything. So you just go out there and play. The pressure was all on Clemson to keep delivering. Okay. If he's out, I think that changes the dynamic there and the expectations. Okay. So perceptually, I hate it. It's an absolute lose lose. Nobody's going to tell me it's not. You win, no credit because it's a backup and their best player was out lose, you lost to a backup. You're awful. You don't ever belong to be in a big game again. Lose, lose. Practically speaking, however, it's a big deal. Okay. So practically it's a big deal. Perceptually is one thing. What are, what people are going to think and say, practically speaking, this changes everything. So while it's a lose-lose perceptually, practically speaking, the dynamic shifts a lot. If Notre Dame is able to win that game because their best player is not there, then they have a loss. North Carolina has a loss. Notre Dame has to play North Carolina later. North Carolina doesn't have to play Clemson. Like It just shifts what we thought this was going to look like at the end of the season in the ACC. Okay, if you end up with Clemson having a loss and North Carolina doesn't have to play them later, and we do. It just shifts the dynamic, practically speaking. Now, the other thing that could certainly happen in this scenario is, let's say Lawrence couldn't play. Notre Dame finds a way to win that game. Lawrence could get healthy, beat Notre Dame in the ACC title game, and then probably go to the playoff anyways. So that could always happen as like a backup plan should it all go bad for Clemson and they actually lose to us because he doesn't play? I'm not saying I think that'll happen or not. I think it's still going to be a tough ball game for Notre Dame to win, no matter who's playing quarterback. Okay, They're number one for a reason. It isn't all just Lawrence. Yeah, he's their best player, but they're pretty damn good. Okay, But practically, it would change the end-of-the-year scenarios for the ACC. Okay, So perceptually, hate it. It's a no-win scenario for Notre Dame. Practically, it's, it is a big deal in terms of how that ACC is going to finish out later on down the year, okay? So overall, this just sucks. It's just the, the excitement around the Notre Dame-Clemson game is already muted because nobody could go. All, you know, it's just weird. Then you have this situation. It kind of mutes it even more 
we're just living in bizarre times, okay? So I don't know. It's just going to be weird to see how this is going to play out. Here's the other thing, too. Here's what I think will happen with all this. If it's feasible at all with the symptom date, with how he's feeling, with the tests he has to pass uh, after he has a negative test, with the heart stuff that you're required to do, if it's feasible at all, he'll play against Notre Dame. Even if he doesn't practice all week and he's cleared on Saturday, I'm guessing he'll play against Notre Dame. What this is going to turn into is the Corona kid comeback TV angle that's going to make me absolutely sick. Like, that's what it's going to turn into. It is the perfect theme, the perfect thing to run with. It's Halloween. They're going to put the Superman cape on him. Corona kid comeback. And you watch. The most Notre Dame thing ever is he'll come back after COVID, throw for 500 yards, five touchdowns with a ventilator on running around the field or something. Like, but I'm telling you, the TV coverage will be relentless and I'm not in the mood for it, but it's going to be all about the Corona kid comeback. It, they're going to play it up to the max. It's just going to be way, way over the top in your face with this Corona comeback stuff. I'm not in the mood for it. I, I'm just not. Okay. So my guess would be if it's feasible at all, he's going to play even if he doesn't practice because he's the best, one of the best players in college football, if not the number one best player in all college football. Okay. So that's what I'm expecting to happen. That's what I'm planning for. Um, we'll just have to see how this progresses now, now. But that would be my guess. Even if he doesn't get to practice, if he's cleared, he'll play. If they backdate these symptoms long enough to allow the time to do, do the testing. Okay. Here's the other concern though. The other concern is the next time Clemson tests their players or rather gets results back, we all better hope they don't have a whole bunch of other guys that have this or this entire game is at risk of being scrapped. That's a lose-lose for everybody, not just Notre Dame. So that's the other thing I'm watching for is if Clemson gets back a bunch of tests and they're bad, this, this could blow this entire game up to where it can't even happen. So there's a lot of, a lot of moving parts here. Nobody knows exactly how it's going to go. It's not ideal. It sucks. I wish him the best. I hope he feels well. I hope he could come back healthy and play us. There is no better test in college football than playing the number one team in the country, and I want to play him with this quarterback, okay? It, it's a true gauge of where you're at, and I look forward to that measuring stick. So we'll just have to see how it goes. I hope he's feeling well. This sucks, but it just is what we're dealing with in 2020, okay? So that's what I got. I don't know, man. Everything's just, nothing's easy. Everything's hard. So we'll talk to you after Georgia Tech tomorrow. And then if the Clemson game's on, we got some stuff that's going to come out next week. I might damn near have something every, every day next week when we get into that, okay? Stay tuned. Talk to you on Twitter. Peace out.